Welcome to Law School in Brief. This is Megan. And Lydia. And Lydia, where are you <laughs> calling in from? Um, I'm finishing my nice little pre-law school jaunt in Ireland. And I'm in Kinsale, which is a little like seaside town near Cork. And it's really, really nice. And it's where my best friend ever lives. So I'm visiting her. I did not realize that's where she lived. I thought she had gone with you to Ireland, but no. I She recently moved here and then I flew in and we did go on kind of a trip together. Like I rented a car and we drove all around. We went to, um, among other places, the Barack Obama Travel Plaza, which is a gas station in the <laughs> middle of the country that has... <laughs> I mean, his um, grand, he, he has family from there and he mentioned it when he was visiting. And so this gas station, it has an exhibit. It has statues of Barack and Michelle. It has. Um, no way. Yes. <laughs> yes. I saw this on Alice Obscura. Like, honestly, I wouldn't have driven past it on our normal route because we were going to national parks. But um, I saw it on Alice Obscura and I was like, I have to go. Have you ever used that website? Not only have I used the website, I am currently within arm's reach of a hard, what hardcover copy of the book. Uh, yes, we're friends. I love that. Yeah, I'm um, literally yeah, holding it in my hands now. <laughs> it is so good. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, and there's also Hollywood, Ireland, uh, which is a very small village. It has just imagine like a hill in Ireland with sheep, and then. A recreation of the Hollywood sign. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we did other non-American related things too. We did a lot of Irish stuff. <laughs> As a person from Los Angeles, color me intrigued. I, I mean, the Hollywood sign in Los Angeles is pretty gaudy. <laughs> I, wow. Okay. But uh, add sheep, and maybe it's a different story. Yeah, yeah, it's precious. Uh, I really, really like Ireland. I didn't really have any expectations. It's just some. It's a. It's a nation that's like been in my consciousness for so long. Living in Boston, it's like, oh yeah, Ireland. And I've never really thought like, I wonder what it's like to live in Ireland. And it is. It's like it is a different way of living, obviously. But I just had, I just hadn't really thought about it. And now that I'm here, I'm just totally charmed. I love it. Yeah. The cafes, the coffee shops. I mean, that's the same thing. The cafes, the pubs, <laughs> the bookshops. Ugh, yeah. I love that you and I value the exact same things in places, <laughs> which is why we travel so well together. <laughs> oh, I need to make it out to Ireland one of these days I when I'm not in so the thick of it. I would like to show you all my outfits, but we're not Skyping with video. I also mm -hmm. got a backpack for school at a thrift shop here. Um, oh. That is just French fries. It's like a pattern of French fries. <laughs> or as we call them chips. <laughs> what, what are you intending to flag with your French fry backpack? <laughs> um, I don't know. I like this is why I need to hear about law school from you so you can tell me whether or not I should, you know. Yeah. So this is backpack. really, really interesting to me. A spill <laughs> like past past the surface level of you just having a French fry backpack, um, the act the act of flagging 
for people in your incoming law school class and for listeners at home who don't know what I mean when I say flagging. Including me. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> it's, pro- it's providing like a visual clue to people as to what you are into. Um, without getting too much, it definitely comes from the queer community and hanky code, but that, whoa, we're not even going to go there. But anyway, for example, um, somebody in my class had a trans uh, flag pin on their bag and they approached me and were talking to me and I, I pointed out the pin and I said, oh, you know, nice trans flag pin. And they said, oh, yeah, I knew, I knew that I, would fl- I was flagging for the people that would understand what this was and I would be able to mm. find my people in doing that. And I thought, well, they absolutely accomplished what they set out to do. <laughs> yeah. like, this is, they laid a very well-placed trap and I walked right into it. Um, and here we are, a spider in their sticky web and now I'm in the friend group. Um, <laughs> so French fry backpack, I'm wondering what you're going to... Who's going to pick up what you're putting down? That's all I'm saying. Pigeons. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I'm now, gosh, eight, no, whoa, I guess six business days uh, into law school. And I have learned very little about the law, but but that's the intended purpose of this August session. Okay. So at Elon, we have... Uh, three-ish weeks before fall semester starts where we are taking classes on lawyering, leadership, and professionalism um, and uh, intro to legal studies. So for the last week and a half, when I go to school every day, we get very interesting. I have yet to be bored. I'll say that too. But we get very interesting lectures on professionalism and marketing yourself And we're talking not even on a macro scale. They're telling you how you should dress, how you should eat. On our first, after our convocation, we were treated to a lunch. And it was a fancy sit-down lunch that had the most elaborate place setting I've ever been at. I mean, there were like three or four forks and like two spoons and and a tiny fork and saucers and and we were told exactly how to sit there and in which order to use those things and how to eat and when you can stand up and what to eat and what to wear and what to talk about. I mean, and, and then we were also all the while being served sweet tea. And I, and I thought to myself, <laughs> I wonder if this is normal or if I am just like very much in the South. <laughs> I'm still not clear if you're going to law school or rushing a sorority. I'm still unclear. (laughs) Seriously. Um, But it was all very valuable information, and I understand the function of that. Of course, Elon Law School wants us to go out into the world or into the legal profession saying you're from Elon Law School and not chewing with your mouth open and (laughs) farting at the table. Like... I get that. But again, it's just some, some basic stuff that I, I'm wondering, like, did I stumble into a cotillion class? Am I going to be made to graduate in, like, a fluffy white dress and do some sort of waltz in front of all of the parents with 
a handsome young man who knows how to do a good two-step. I don't know. We'll see. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I did actually do that stuff at UNC. So we can't rule out the it's just the South thing. Um, Wait, what? You well, did this? Okay. <laughs> so at UNC, I was on a need-based scholarship. And um, they had a special program for people on the need-based scholarship that was like, here's how to pass as a not poor person. And I <laughs> resisted it for years because just I was just like offended. Um, yeah. I was like, just offer this to everyone. Or, um, you know, I was like, why do you think I need to be taught, you know, etiquette? Uh, but then by like junior year, I was like, fancy dinner? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> just something, something changed. I was like, dignity. I don't care <laughs> about that. Um, and the meals were really good. It was like at the this nice restaurant. Um, so yeah, I learned that. I haven't really retained all of that information because I haven't practiced <laughs> having nice dinners. But yeah, I, I'll I'll definitely let you know if that's part of the WashU curriculum. Please do. I feel the need to compare. <laughs> okay. In contrast. <laughs> I think we're just going to have normal? to meet up and go to a really nice dinner together and test each other. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'll begin doing my Yelp research now. Okay, great. Um, so let's talk about <clears throat> the topic for this pod, this particular episode of the podcast, which we decided would be setting intentions, correct? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have any um, actual law school news to report. I mean, I don't <laughs> so I was like, I guess I could talk about the future. But um, I mean, was there anything else that you noted about your week in actual law school? Um, I mean, I, I guess I'm just like, briefly, we were told that we had to market ourselves and multiple guest speakers came in and told us that we should have a Twitter account. So <laughs> I've been wringing my hands wondering if and when I should sign up for a Twitter account and if and when I do that, how political can I be on Twitter? I'm imagining the answer is apolitical, but that leads me to think that maybe I should just continue having an Instagram and posting pictures of cats because that is the most <laughs> The political thing you could possibly do. <laughs> Megan Riley. Oh, I'm not supposed to say my full name. Never mind. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. We're not marketing ourselves right here, right now. Though I do think this podcast is a way of marketing oneself. And I've been trying to figure out how to talk about this in the context of that. Um, but more to be revealed. Yeah, that's really interesting because I, I, I think that, like, when I've told people about our podcast, it's it, our audience, or, like, what I imagine our audience is, or pe other people who are kind of, like, in our similar situation, who are either thinking about going to law school or just starting law school, um, or have some kind of interest in, like, because they have a friend or family member in law school. Um, and I'm not trying to sell them anything. I'm like, can you help us out by telling us what we should talk about? And can you, like, give us a listen and, and let me know, you know, what you think? And that's mm -hmm. different than like marketing yourself professionally, I think. Anyways, yeah, that's, that's cool to um, have so many speakers talking about that. Yeah, it, it is pretty cool. Um, 
I had one other thought too. So I try as I might, am unable to escape the world of group me. Um, group me <laughs> is, yeah. So group me is an app. No, sorry. It's not, well, I guess it is an yeah. app, but, um, it allows you to enter into a group text, like a gigantic group text. It doesn't have to be big. It can be between two people, but it can be upwards of, well, in my case, it's about 130 people deep. So we have 148 people in our class and about 130 of them are on this group me. Um, so I've been toying with the idea of posting the link of this podcast to the group me. Um, but I don't know. I've been I've been laying pretty low. And I think like I don't know when I'll be ready to quite make my debut. <laughs> but we'll we should see. Wait until we're actually on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Sorry yep. for the listeners to have to like listen to all this, but maybe this is like really showing how transparent we are in our process. We're recording on Skype right now. And I've tried multiple times to get our feed submitted to apple podcasts and it just has the spinning wheel eternally the spinning wheel so for days so i don't know i've like um submitted it to stitcher and i'm waiting there are five business days and i don't know it's just it's everyone's like everyone can make a podcast but it's a little hard it's it's (laughs) much difficult um okay but let's let's move on to talking about intentions because we're already 17 minutes into this thing no we're 13 um Oh, 17 minutes into the call. We tipped our hat. We talk a little bit beforehand. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, So I legitimately had to wake up at 530 this morning and Google how to set intentions um, because I wanted to make sure I was doing it correctly. And it turns out I wasn't. (laughs) It's. Uh, so spoiler alert, it's a little bit different than a vision board, um, but, which I've never made, but, uh, you're asked to think about what you value the most and what you care about in your everyday life. Um, and that was the prompt that I used when I was going in to set my intentions. Lydia, what did, what was your process like? Oh, I, um, in that case, I might've also done them incorrectly according to whatever website you found, but I just kind of have general, like things I want to be aware of and, and not, yeah, I don't know. I haven't thought about a a proper method for setting intentions. I just was like chatting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So maybe I'll do that and you can, you can tell me what you think. So this is, I mostly thought of this because one of my fears that I maybe mentioned in the first podcast is that I'll have, um, I'll be so preoccupied with understanding the information and like memorizing it and retaining it and synthesizing it and basically like doing the things that a law student is asked to do and like playing that law school game that I won't be able to play my own game. Like I won't Mm -hmm. be able to get out of law school what I need to get out of law school. And so I need, like I just have this intention of kind of like doing what's expected of me, but also I need to make some kind of practice of reflection and some kind of like way of critically thinking about what I'm learning. So that I'm not just like a lawyer robot who can like 
put who can like fill out forms correctly and like tell yeah. someone if they've if they're following all the rules. Um, so I need to either have time set aside for journaling or maybe like when I'm reading something, a way of taking notes that's like, wait, this is weird. Mm-hmm. Like, why can like why can humans treat animals this way? Just for example, um, yeah. in the law. Um, yeah, or maybe having some kind of discussion group or something. Because I, I, can, I can imagine myself kind of getting into the game that's laid before me and kind of going for it. And then three years later being like, this yeah, is yeah. just the way that law is. And then I only the most obvious things um, yeah. will jump out at me instead of the new like, really like the things yeah. underlying like even in our first year all these fundamental classes I want to kind of like poke holes in them at least to myself and think about them yeah you know so I want to go back a little bit to um what you were saying about getting like you want to get out of law school what you need what you want to get out of law school and not just what's being fed to you <coughs> in my experience so far Almost every professor or, like, representative from the Office of Career and Student Development has asked us, what do you want to do with your law degree? And it seems to me that your answer will dictate what it is you're doing in law school, which is really scary because you, knowing nothing about law school or the law, has to make some sort of decision seemingly right now that's going to lay the path in front of you so using myself as an example I think that I will probably end up being what is what they refer to as a non-traditional law student um well in a different way non-traditional in that I'm older and like had a career or not going to law school but also in that I don't know necessarily that I want to be a practicing lawyer I'm thinking maybe I want to use my law degree to like continue working in nonprofits or to do lobbying which does not require a law degree you would be so good at that right okay so I took this thing called a law fit assessment it's basically a personality test for like lawyers and they break down uh they give you a 30 page comprehensive breakdown of what they think you would be good at and unsurprisingly but also kind of surprised. It was affirming to see that the things that I was thinking I wanted to do were at the top of the list um, based on like my skill set. So is that something that Elon administered or that you found on the internet? I want to Elon that. administered it. Everybody took a law fit. Yeah. Okay, cool. So anyway, um, I think about the framework, like my, I've been trying to think about how I want to frame my my head and my mind space when I'm studying because I'm looking around and of course I intend to take the bar, but I could, but just based on conversations, all the people around me seem to want to be practicing law, like going to court every day, writing contracts. And I don't necessarily know if that's something I want to do. And I, I do wonder how my legal education and what I take out of it is going to look different than their legal education and what they take out of it. Um, but you I love the clinics. Like, totally, yeah. Clinics would be good. Just like experiential learning, doing some other stuff, getting out of the classroom. But I loved your idea about journaling and just continuing to ask yourself questions. 
because you're curious and not because you're prompted by a professor. Yeah. 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 I, my answer to that question of what I want to get out of law school is also something that I think will help. But when I was thinking about my intentions, I was like, okay, I intend to make sure that I don't lose sight of this big thing. I'm mm-hmm. really interested in the legal aspects of the waves of mass migration that will occur over the next century due to mm. climate change, which could be immigration, but a lot of migration is internal displacement. And so there's legal aspects to that, but also just like city planning and resource management and human rights. And there's a lot of different things that that could be, but I really think that it's a big issue that isn't, that we're not prepared for. Um, Lydia, that is so interesting. Even you just laying out those like few aspects of what mass migration because of global warming is going to look like is kind of just blowing my mind. I'm like, you're right. Yes. Civil infrastructure. Like, what are we going to do? Human rights. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. It's, it's, there is a, um, a field of legal people who are <laughs> legal people. That <laughs> shows where I'm at. Like lawyers Ooh. and researchers who yeah. are doing research on quote unquote climate refugees, because of course, um, people being displaced are not considered refugees, but that's kind of a, a term that's used in the media. And it's interesting. Um, I've been reading some of their stuff, so it's a good place for me to start. But I think that even in the, even before I do environmental law classes and human rights law classes, that there's things I should be focusing on in these very first classes, like contracts and property and stuff. Um, like in some countries, the property law is such that you can wander through someone else's land. You can just pass through it. You know, you can walk through it um, mm-hmm. on your way to somewhere else. And we don't really have that here. Like there's certain places that, you know, someone could be, could be shot for, right? Isn't yeah. That? Yeah. And um, so I'm like, even just like physical movement, like if you need to escape something, how you physically move through the space, like I need to be taking note of that. Um, But I don't know if I know enough yet to know what to take note of, but I'll just try my best and see what I can get out of it. And I think I'm going to go to office hours and be like really annoying. I'm going to be like, so this is what I'm interested in this week. (laughs) Um, I would be so shocked and surprised if, the office, like you have to have some sort of office of career and student development um, at WashU. And if they're anything like the ones at Elon, they want you to come in. <laughs> I've already been in like twice. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've already had calls. Yeah. With them. They're great. They also like, can I get business cards that say law student? <laughs> Oh, I ordered mine yesterday. Straight up? Okay. Yeah. Because they were like, I don't know, but let me see if we can find a template. So I just have to like order them myself. But they have like a washi template, which is really cool. That is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah, we, our our homework, well, one of our pieces of homework last night was to order our business cards. Um, So I did that. Very exciting. Uh, Yeah. Nice. we should make podcast business cards. Just kidding. That's too many business cards. Uh, <laughs> I have two other intentions, but do you have okay. any intentions that kind of like are similar to what have already been said and we can fit them in? I sort of, 
and I think that I only have one intention that I really want to talk about um, because I agree with your intention. I, I might co-opt your intention and make it my own. Um, to not please not, what Join say, lo- lose sight of the forest in the midst of the trees kind of thing. Like yeah. I'm going to be in those trees, but I want to remember that big picture stuff. Um, I really, so I, I really strongly value having a well-rounded group of friends and acquaintances. Um, and I suppose you could say networks, but, um, so I, one of my big intention is that in building relationships with people in North Carolina and in Greensboro, I really want to make sure that I'm including people that are a part of the legal community, but also people that are not a part of the legal community. I don't want to get sucked into this law school bubble. Um, Like I'm thinking about, you know, of course, when a bunch of students move to a new city to come to school, the school hosts lots of kind of like really, in my opinion, like cringeworthy get to know yous. (laughs) And It's, I mean, and it's sort of a necessary evil. Um, I hate, you know, name games and and mixers uh, with a room full of new people. Um, so I, I haven't really gone to many of them. Uh, but in lieu of that, I've gone on bike rides around my neighborhood and I've walked into all the businesses and I've introduced myself to, like, the guy that works at the wow. market. His name is Shane. You know, he rides bikes. His wife, Dee Dee, is lovely. They live right down the block from me. I saw them when I was riding home from school yesterday, you know, and they gave me contacts of people to, like, go to in the community for bike stuff. Um, you know, I introduced myself to the woman who owns the coffee shop down the street. Uh, and I, and it's those kind of connections that I am really hoping don't fall to the back burner or by the wayside because I'm so focused on networking in a legal sense. And I think that this kind of comes back around to my intentions for law school and how do you, how I'm going to use my law degree because I don't necessarily want to be a courtroom litigator. Um, but I would love to work within communities. So while I need the legal framework and I need those connections, I still want to remain grounded in and with the people that I hope to work alongside and for. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. I can totally visualize you just biking up to a cafe and be like, I'm mean. <laughs> that is a play-by-play. <laughs> In my voice, too. <laughs> no, I love that. I Yeah, I also have the intention of having a some kind of social life that's not just law school related. Um, I don't know many people in St. Louis. I know a couple of people, but a lot of people I've talked to have been like, oh, St. Louis, I don't know anything about St. Louis, but um, I have one, I know one really cool person there. Like, it's weird. People keep introducing me to their one, like, very cool friend. And so I have, like, five different friend dates set up, and I'm really excited to get to know. It's, like, less overwhelming than people being like, oh, yeah, New York, there's so many cool people there. Bye. Um, yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah, I have another intention too. Oh, please. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to drink during 1L. Whoa. (laughs) I am aging, dude. I like, I, I I can't have a beer after work. Like I'm really bad at just like the happy hour thing because then my whole night I'm just like kind of tired and have like kind of a headache. 
And then I'm also, I don't sleep as well. And then I, I don't know. It just, I feel like the drinking in law school will be great for socializing and for relaxation. But Mm -hmm. I, I think I'm just going to have to do some other kind of relaxation, like anything else, like exercising (laughs) too much or. (laughs) I'm going to buy you the biggest lavender pillow (laughs) (laughs) suffocate yourself yeah like I think for socializing I'll be okay for the first year and maybe it'll like make me be more creative about socializing and I'll maybe be able to like socialize with Muslim students or Mormon students or other people like who aren't drinking for any reason or Mm -hmm. pregnant or in recovery or whatever and then that'll be like maybe I'll get to know different people in a different way and so like I do think the default is like oh let's get a beer and then that's really easy in St. Louis. There's a lot of beer. Um, yeah. So maybe I'll do that in my other years. But first year just sounds really intense. And I think I don't, I think I'm just not going to drink. I love that intention because it is so specific and it has like a tangible outcome. <laughs> like you can like, the results are so easy to see. I actually, so you saying that made me realize that I had sort of silently to myself a while ago also set a similar intention to not drink on school nights. Ooh. So I, I love at the risk of sounding like a complete alcoholic. I love drinking. Like I love wine. I love trying new things. I love fancy cocktails. I know you love a good Negroni. You can't lie. Yeah. Um, I love but yeah, have a, have a farewell Negroni before you leave. <laughs> but I, same thing. It's like I cannot wake up after having a glass of wine and feel fully like, woo, let's go, bounce yeah. back. So I'm limiting my drinking to Friday and Saturday nights and Sunday brunches. But <laughs> after that, um, yeah, it, it does impede on the studying. It really does. It really does. Yeah. yeah. Good intentions. Yeah. I think those are those are my ones that will take a little effort. And then, you know, the intentions of going to class, whatever, the easy, the givens, I haven't sure. written down. Uh, yeah. I'm Making starting to get excited. Through. It's starting to happen. I'm about so, to buy my plane ticket to St. Louis, probably. I think it's almost time. Oh, <laughs> the day before you start. So what day do you start? Um, all right. So orientation starts on the 15th which is tomorrow. I will still be in Ireland. The Dean gave me permission to come late, which is awesome. I booked the tickets before orientation was listed on their website. Um, Got it. But, so I'll fly back on Sunday to Boston and then I'll just fly Monday morning to St. Louis and go straight to the last half of orientation that I missed. So I'm already do, behind. Do you feel an- anxious about missing part of orientation? Um, yeah, I wish I knew what I was missing. If it was just name games, I'd be like, oh, okay. If it's like, here's a tour of the library and how to use all of the like databases that I'm going to just cry a little bit. But also they said they would help me catch up, but I also, you know, just like, oh, it would be nice to take it easy. Do one, one day. Yeah. But well. If anybody could pull up, pull this particular move off, I'm sure it's you. I would be having a panic attack if I was flying from Ireland to Boston and then the next day flying from Boston to St. Louis and starting law school. <laughs> Whoa. That is a testament 
to your cool, calm, collected demeanor and state of mind. So we'll let you know next week how it actually played out. Yeah, great. <laughs> and feel free to text me in the meantime. Cool. Yeah. Well, well I'll let you sort of yeah. yeah back to Ireland, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Bye, Megan. Bye. Bye, <laughs> Bye listeners.